minutes of our lives inside Either we're in traffic at work or close eyes How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives What in the world just happened in the world of AI and an open AI? We just went through the craziest week for any of you all who were paying attention to the fiasco that uh, was open AI. There was a cluster of things that just went down in terms of open AI and its CEO, Sam Altman. And he was fired, then he was hired at Microsoft, and then he was uh, rehired, reinstated as CEO of OpenAI. So what all just happened there? We're going to break that down, but welcome into the Work Wherever podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about AI, automation, the ability to work wherever so you can live every day like it is Saturday. And I'm your host, Roy Edwards. Sydney's not here today. Crickets. I know. But we're going to talk about OpenAI. And you can just, I'm on Bing right now. You just type in what just happened at OpenAI. And I mean, they went through three CEOs in a matter of like three days. I mean, it was just the craziest thing that just happened. Total of five days of chaos of just an absolute nightmare of a situation within OpenAI, but ultimately just ended up right where we began at the beginning of the week. So let's break this down. For those of you who don't know, OpenAI is the creator. They are the brainchild of ChatGPT. ChatGPT and OpenAI have a partnership with Microsoft where OpenAI actually runs on Microsoft Azure. It's part of their web services. So if you have Microsoft Azure, Azure, then you can go into the portal, the Azure portal, and you can spin up your own version of ChatGPT. I've done a podcast on this where I talked about this. You can do... a I believe it is ChatGPT 35 Turbo is what we have running. It's running in our environment. It costs us like 200 bucks, and it's essentially the premium version of ChatGPT, except we can feed it its own learning module, so it can take on a persona that we deem it, and we can customize that persona, and then I can connect it to Power Platform, roll it out for my organization where so that members inside my organization can utilize it as Cloudette. That's what we call it. It's it's our bot. So that's who OpenAI is. And so OpenAI, over the last week, got fired. So this was Friday, not Black Friday, the Friday before, where OpenAI released a blog titled, OpenAI announces, OpenAI announces Leadership Transition. And essentially the doom and gloom of AI, which, guilty, okay? Here on this show, we've been doom and gloomers at times. Obviously, we talk about open AI. Obviously, we talk about artificial intelligence. And we've kind of hit it from all angles. 
is artificial intelligence and AI good for business right now? Yes, it is. So long as you are ethically using AI. You are not using it to replace humans. You're not using it to lay people off, to have mass layoffs. If you are utilizing AI and artificial intelligence and really automation as a whole in an ethical way to enhance your employees, then it's a good thing. If you're using automation and artificial intelligence to totally wipe out your workforce, bad. Okay? So let's, let's review. AI automation to enhance the productivity of your employees. Good. Artificial intelligence to lay off employees. Bad. Follow so far? So all of this doom and gloom that's happened over the last eight months of Terminator, and it, it got Sam Altman fired by the board over at OpenAI. So OpenAI publishes the blog on Friday. It says, OpenAI announces leadership transition in which it said that Altman would be leaving after a deliberate review process by the, bo by the board, which concluded that he was not consistently candid in his communications. So he pissed somebody off at the board. The board, which then included Ilya Sutskever, OpenAI's chief scientist, Adam D'Angelo, chief executive of the QA platform Cura. Am I saying that right? Cura. And then Tasha McCauley, a tech executive, and Helen Toner, a director of Georgetown Center for Security and Emerging Technology. They no longer had confidence in his ability to continue leading OpenAI, they wrote in that blog. Now I'm reading from an LA Times article uh, titled... Five days of chaos, what just happened to OpenAI, but there are tons of articles. I mean, this has literally been all the buzz for the last week if you are pulse-checked at all into the technology. Even if you're not pulse-checked into technology, X, Twitter, they've all been talking about this, right? All over the internet. Yes, I know X and Twitter are the same thing, okay? But stick with me. Okay, so fired last Friday, okay? Details about what exactly Altman, one of the biggest names in the booming AI sector, writes the LA Times, and a fixture of the San Francisco Bay Area startup ecosystem, which the San Francisco Bay ecosystem, what they're referring to there uh, is Silicon Valley, also what it's known as. Um, they messed up. That's what everybody was saying. Okay, so they went and they hired a couple other CEOs. I mean, they went through Altman on Friday, then they hired... Um, Another CEO, which I tried to find out who it was. You all would know um, who it was. So let's see. After firing him, going through this article. After firing him, the board moved to replace Altman with an interim CEO. First chief technology officer, Mira Mirati. And then they hired Emmett Shear. He was the former head of Amazon home streaming platform Twitch. So they went through, I mean, Mira Mirati. She, I, I assume that's a, a woman, she was CEO for like 24 hours in this carousel. Then Emmett Shear of Twitch, which Twitch got bought out by Amazon. Twitch is a streaming platform. For those of you who don't know what Twitch is, Twitch is, is very, very popular with the gaming community. So it, it is a very large streaming platform where gamers essentially stream their broadcasts is basically what it is. Other members have used Twitch, like Amazon has used it for like webinars and like uh, events and stuff like that. But it, if you go on to Twitch, most of what you're going to find is gamers. 
this guy, Emmett Shear, he said that he would commission an investigation into Altman's ouster, but that it was not pro uh, prompted by a specific disagreement on safety. Okay, While all this nonsense is going on with the board over OpenAI, Microsoft jumps in, okay, and hires Altman, okay? Altman quickly lined up a landing at Microsoft where he was set to lead an AI research team. Again, Microsoft, OpenAI have this partnership agreement where OpenAI runs essentially on Azure and you can have the web services. So Microsoft's like, after spending billions of dollars in their artificial intelligence platform over the last what are we in November? 11 months. They are like double, triple, quadrupling down on AI. They see Altman's available. They're like, yes, please come over here. Altman lands a job in like 48 hours of being released by, by OpenAI. And he lands at Microsoft, which essentially is OpenAI. I mean, they're not, they're, they're different, right? But Microsoft is the primary consumer pusher. They're the kind of the other side of the brainchild because OpenAI is its own entity that has a board that runs that I believe they're technically like a nonprofit or something like that. They're, they are, I, I have to double check that, but they're kind of like its own entity that is like free of, and that's why you have all these other tech leaders and stuff like that that oversee the board is that it's this like, non-profit like human we're here to help humans but release ai at the same time type of a thing where microsoft is the 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 commercial entity behind it that's kind of helping them power through a lot of these things okay 10 billion dollars that's what microsoft had invested here with its relationship with an open ai and uh now they get altman so microsoft's like on top of the world, they're on top of the moon. You know, they're they're past the moon. Okay, if if Dogecoin went to the moon, Microsoft just went to Mars, Pluto, by getting Altman and landing it after all this money they've been investing. Okay, a couple of days later, OpenAI comes out and they said, "We want Altman back." Okay, more than seven hundred of the firm staffers signed a letter on Monday, fired on Friday, hired by Microsoft Sunday timeframe. Monday rolls around, these 700 people who find out their CEO is let go on a Friday sign a petition on Monday for the board to uh, resign and also reinstate their old boss, their old CEO, Altman. So the, they said that if their ultimatum was not met, they threatened to follow Altman to Microsoft, which had offered to hire all of them. <laughs> okay. So Altman's like, you're firing me because I won't communicate with you? All right. Well, hey, Microsoft, y'all need an AI leader over there. I know that y'all just spent like $10 billion for this relationship with OpenAI because I was the CEO and I know about it. So how about I just come over to you guys and we invest and we just basically create our own OpenAI over using the web services y'all already have access to. OpenAI is like, hold on, hold on, don't do that. We might want you back because we've been through two CEOs over the weekend. Meanwhile, the employees are then saying, hey, you let our boss go. Well, we want to work for him. So either y'all hire him back and resign or we're going over to Microsoft where Microsoft just said that they're going to hire all of us. Crazy, right? This is like between three days. 
Tuesday evening, Altman was back inside at OpenAI as if the whole thing never happened because of the Microsoft stronghold. Now, look, look. The, the board, okay, let's just finish out the article here in front of the LA Times. He's set to be joined by a newly uh, um, reconstructed board here because, again, they got what they wanted. 700 employees were like, nah, we're bouncing if you don't reconstruct your board. So the new board uh, that will keep on D'Angelo, that's the, the Cura executive, but also included former Salesforce co-CEO Brett Taylor and former U.S. Treasury Secretary Lawrence Summers. So a couple new faces here, probably ones that get along a lot better than Altman. Now, is this crazy? Yeah, this is psychotic. This is the, the biggest thing in tech since Elon bought Twitter. Is this five days of just crazy drama? The drama at one point knocked a 48, I'm reading from the LA Times here, knocked a $48 billion off of Microsoft's valuation. $48 billion. And briefly, inside a scramble by competing AI firms to hire Altman loyalists. So not only did Microsoft, that's why Microsoft wanted the 700. Because if you guys are like, why would Microsoft want all 700? Well, they want to build their own open AI, but they want to save face of this $48 billion hit that they just took because of the relationship between Microsoft and open AI is, is so married right now that if open AI crumbles to the ground, Microsoft has invested so much time, money, resources into this relationship that then it opens the door for people like AWS and Google to, to start to build out, and even Meta to a point, to start to build out, poach some of these members away from OpenAI to create their own AI that, I mean, let, let's let's be honest here. ChatGPT is the, they're the leader right now in, in AI, at least consumable AI by the general public. And that runs on Microsoft. And so if Meta... Google, AWS are able to kind of get a grasp of it, even chip away at the lead, then that crushes Microsoft in the amount of investments they've had right now. So now, like I said, OpenAI, OpenAI brought back Altman at the end of all this, which was essentially a stronghold, okay, by the members. And so, yes, it does. The board uh, is a 501c3, so I was right that it was a nonprofit organization. And they hold its mission, the creation of general use AI that would benefit mankind and not the, the generations of profit. So that's their mission statement. And so that mission was in huge jeopardy by Altman walking away and potentially rebuilding something at Microsoft that is not a part of a 501c3 and opens the door for the rest of the industry to gold rush at this. Now it does it does place Altman back in the seat of this nonprofit. Presumably those 700 members are still back at OpenAI. All things are back in the AI universe are kind of back aligned, right? But it just goes to show you how much power OpenAI holds right now. And Altman, really. And how much flex he has over the industry. And that should be both good and bad for tech. It's good because OpenAI, they keep Altman um, there. It's a 501c3. 
So presumably they are a non-for-profit, so OpenAI remains open, no pun intended, there for organizations to and the general public to consume and, you know, push forward. We won't see the commercialization of AI, at least not today, which could have happened in a gold rush capacity had Altman gone over to Microsoft and then these other agencies poached members. We saw how fast threads got spun up after Meta poached people away from Twitter, right? Threads was essentially spun up months later. So imagine the amount of AI that we would have had had OpenAI members been poached by Google, Meta, um, and, and AWS, and they already have AWS, or are they, have, they already have AI initiatives. So we would have saw rap, we would have saw like chat GB, whatever, you know, whatever they want to call it, chat friend, chat buddy, whatever, out of those other competitors. So the article closes with, nevertheless, OpenAI was recently in talks with investors that would have valued it at $86 billion with a B, nearly, uh, nearly $100 billion. It's crazy. That is absolutely nuts. So this is not over. This board shakeup at OpenAI is crazy. And it's only going to get crazier because more people are going to be talking about this. What do I think just happened? I think that Altman is a key piece. Obviously, he's a key piece. But he's a key piece to the next 10 years of artificial intelligence. And the big players know it. That's why Microsoft wanted him. That's why Google, AWS, Meta were trying to poach people away from OpenAI. OpenAI is the king right now when it comes to artificial intelligence. And that intellectual property that exists within those walls, everyone wants a piece of it. So if you thought threads spinning up with Twitter and the amount of lawsuits that that's tied up right now and how that platform was able to spin up relatively quickly, if you thought that was kind of a mess, you haven't seen anything yet. Because... Things are about to, this is not the last, like I said, this is not the last we hear about this. This is going to be some crazy stuff heading into the new year. And it was kind of swept under the rug about how, how quickly the three CEOs went through OpenAI with Altman landing back there. Wild. So guys, keep a pulse on this. We're going to keep talking about this. I had to bring it up because I saw all this ha stuff go through and I'm like, I, I got to touch on this at least. I can't go an entire week with it and not mention the OpenAI carousel. So what just happened to OpenAI? A stronghold over the community just happened at OpenAI. The people of OpenAI, the employees, strongholded and got their man back so that the rest of the industry didn't just gold rush against their tech. That's what just happened. All of the doom, doom and gloom that we've been talking about, all the doom and gloom might have got him fired by the board to begin with. But the real doom and gloom of firing him and opening up this IP to the general industry so that multiple companies could gold rush it, that's the real doom and gloom that we've been talking about on this show for a year. And that almost just happened. And it might still happen. Something to keep an eye on. So guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Let me know in the comments below if you're listening on YouTube. Let me know in the comments. Do you think that this was a good move by OpenAI bringing him back? Do you think that if he had not been hired back, that we would see a gold rush 
of AI in the industry where things just go crazy and then we run into, it accelerates this Terminator scenario. What do you think? Let me know in the comments below. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Like and subscribe as always. Um, yeah, thanks for hanging out. Until next time, guys. See ya! Well, guys, thanks so much for watching and or listening. We have had a great time. Hope you did, too. You can find all of the Work Wherever podcast episodes here on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or all of your major streaming platforms with new episodes dropping every Monday. Make sure to follow us at Capital Presence on all social platforms to stay up to date with the things all Work Wherever related. See you next week.